0: And welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are doing a double header review. That's right. We are reviewing two movies. We're doing the Saw 10 or Saw X, depending on who you talk to. Socks. And Paw Patrol. No, uh, the creator. (laughs) We're uh, talking about the the new uh, John David Washington movie directed by, um, what's his name? Gareth Edwards. Yeah, Gareth Edwards. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. Hey, everyone. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. That's right. Um, we're doing two reviews, but a little bit different than uh we would normally do a double header review. One of us saw one of them and the other one saw the other one. And I'll leave you in suspense to find out who saw what. I think they know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh okay. you'll have to wait to the review portion to find out who saw what movie. Um the suspense. And we, we will be spoiling these movies. Um I will definitely be spoiling the film that I saw. Uh, there's a lot to uh there's a lot to spoil. Film. Film. Film okay. Film. okay. But okay. before we Bold. get to that, we won't be spoiling anything about these movies until we get to uh past the news. So Dylan, what'd you find on the internet this week?
1: So we got a few trailers this week, a couple of good ones. Um we got Netflix had like a little uh animation presentation. You know everyone does like their own E3 or whatever now. Yeah. Like it's like the thing to do now. So Netflix has an animation day. I forgot what it's called. It's like to to doom, right. but for their animated projects. Right. And we got Scott T-Doom. Pilgrim. And I hate Tomb that. Raider. Do you?
0: Yes, I really do hate the naming of that. It's awful. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a fan
1: either. But um, we got a trailer for the Scott Pilgrim show, which is called Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. Yeah. Um, we know the premise, I'm sure, but the premise is a uh, Sp- Scott Pilgrim meets a girl of his dreams, a mountain of flowers, but learns that he must defeat her seven evil exes in order to date her. Blah, blah, blah. You know the. It, it is. You know the plot. It is
0: not a new. Story. It is a re adapting the the comic.
1: Yeah, actually, I say that, but like my coworker, the person I work with, um, I have brought up Scott Pilgrim a few times. And I'm like, oh, that like that old movie. Like, I don't know, I don't really they're like a very they're a very young person. I'm I not see. sure if young young people know Scott Pilgrim at all, but interesting. Um, but it comes out November seventeenth on Netflix, and I thought okay. it looks cute. the animation looked cute. Yeah, it looked a lot like the comic.
0: And and honestly, I really like Scott Pilgrim. I like the movie. I like the show. Um, I'm into it.
1: I did think it looked. I don't know how to. I don't have like the proper language to describe it. Vocabulary, but it looked a little like stagnant or something. Like not as like fast paced and energetic as the movie, which is like probably like blasphemous to say. I'm sure this is a lot more like the comic, but I don't know. Wasn't like you know how the movies like bam, 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 like a um. What's the director's name? Edgar Wright. You know, yeah. kind of his style. Well, um, so I mean, we only got this
0: one little like true scene of Scott sitting in front of a door. Yeah, but you know, I, I'm with you. It does it does not feel. It doesn't have the same feel as the movie. But the movie didn't have the same feel as the comic. I, w- yeah, I would say exactly. So they do. They are different. I'm
1: excited to see it though, and it has the whole cast returning from the movie, which I don't know. <sighs> Now I'm wondering if that was the best decision. I feel like maybe it sort of like divorced itself from the movie a little bit more. If You're it's right. trying to be its own thing. I
0: mean, I, I think well, it's hard to say. But,
1: but the cast is so cool. It's hard to be mad at it, you know?
0: Yeah, that is true. I mean, either way, I'm very excited. I think I think this I'm I'm ready for more Scott Pilgrim. Um, And we're never going to get another comic series. So I might as well readapt it differently because I love the video games, too. I played those a lot.
1: Is this what's going to get you into animation, Michael? Uh no, but I will watch this. Damn. Okay. Cool. <laughs> hey, that counts. Um okay, so I mentioned the Tomb Raider thing that they also announced thing. Yes. Uh it's a series called Tomb Raider: The Legend of Lara Croft. Such so a clever mm-hmm. name. Um yeah, they, um they, they f-
0: really they really uh spent all the R&D on the name on that, huh?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um it's starring Hayley Atwell. And
1: it says it will carry on the uh, from the reboot continuity, which is the 2003 to 2008 series. Okay. And it's expected to pick up a short while after the events of 2008. To, sorry, 2018, um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider.
0: Okay. Which, I, I'm...
1: okay. Go ahead. Before I knew that, I was like, man, this looks a lot like the new games, which I guess is kind of like her brand now. Um, like, I don't know, based on the new games, the that that mm-hmm. new movie we saw i don't know what it's mm-hmm. called tomb raider tomb raider and then this this is just like what her brand is now which is like i'm not a fan of tomb raider either way but it's just interesting growing up with like
0: the one diff- image, the other right? tomb
1: raider <laughs> yeah the angelina jolie like right. va- also video game tomb raider is just so like vastly different from this but right i thought it looked I, solid what do you the, think
0: uh it looks okay um i don't i'm not a big tomb raider fan i i like the games fine Um, I really stopped caring. Um, after uh, Tomb Raider Legend, I played the newer one. Uh, the last like full Tomb Raider release, it was fine. I, I I know people really like it, but I just don't, I don't care too much. And the movie, last movie was pretty bad. I, yeah, yeah, I mean, visually, this looked pretty good.
1: Yeah, the animation looked nice. Um, yeah,
0: I just don't care about the property. I don't know it, what to say
1: about it. Yeah, it didn't
0: really <laughs> compel me to like it doesn't it didn't compel me a non fan to watch it. So
1: yeah, it's just exactly what you'd expect.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: Um okay.
1: Are we ready to move on from you got yeah, anything I else to so. say about
0: okay, cool? Oh uh, no, I think that's um,
1: it. We got a trailer for a movie that I didn't really know existed. Um, and it's not really like in our realm, but I thought it looked kind of cool. It's an Apple TV movie, but it's coming to theaters. Because it's also being produced by Universal, and it's called a uh, Argyle.
0: Yes. Um. Funny thing. Before we get into it, so the funny thing, I watched the trailer independent of you telling me that we were going to be watching the trailer for the show because it was on my YouTube recommendations. Oh, cool. Okay. So I was like, "What is this?" Because the thumbnail is, is real working. weird.
1: The thumbnail is like Henry Cavill and Dua Lipa. Mm-mm. The, thumb, think... the thumbnail oh, it's is
0: it's the cat in the in the backpack. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. The thumbnail that I had, anyway, was that, and so I was like, "What is this?" Of course, you clicked on the cat trailer. Yeah, I mean, I'm not got gonna, you. I'm I'm not going to not click on the cat.
1: No, I totally get it. It got you though. Yeah. Um, for me, it was totally. Henry Cavill. Um, the so it's this is a Matthew Bond movie, which I think is kind of like why it's in our realm a little bit. He's the Kingsman right. dude and uh, x Men, you know, the accent dude, right? Um, and it follows. Ellie Conway, who is a reclusive author of a series of best-selling espionage novels whose uh, idea of bliss is a night at home with her computer and her cat, Alfie. There you go. Cat's name is Alfie. But when the plots of Ellie's fictional books, which center on secret agent Argyle, Henry Cavill, Mm -hmm. and his mission to unravel a global spy syndicate, begin to mirror the covert actions of a real-life organization, Quiet Evenings at Home become a thing of the past. So, like, basically she's an author and her books start... mirroring real life so she is like dragged into it and the stars bryce Dallas howard sam rockwell henry cavill john cena dua lipa katherine o'hara so it's got a really good cast but i think it looks
0: fun Uh, so okay i do too i'll I'll say that first i started out hating this trailer for argyle i was like this is (laughs) this looks like the worst because of the fake out yeah 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 because the fake out got me because i'm like what look, dog, you made the Kingsman three times already. Can we move on? Um, Yeah. Is is what I was thinking. And then the swerve hits. I'm like, oh, I'm in. Laurie loved it. I loved it. We thought it looked great. Because it starts off as like
1: her book series, which is Henry Cavill and Dua Lipa, which I don't... I can't tell if they're real characters in this. Probably not. (laughs) Maybe they'll have real-life counterparts or something who are like normal,
0: but... Or she'll she'll have conversations with her book characters or something.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure even. But... It kind of looks like Spy a little bit, that movie, yeah, which is one of my faves, but not as funny. Uh but I don't know. Apple can make some good movies, you know. We got Coda. Um
0: yeah. I mean they didn't make that movie, they bought it, but
1: yeah, but they have good taste in movies, That's true. okay? True. It's like a it's like an A twenty four talk to me situation, you know? Okay. Like they we can, can spot trust the talent, I they think. can
0: spot their brand.
1: Exactly. Yeah, which is quality. Yes. Um <laughs> Okay, Uh, the next one is kind of dumb, but I thought it was cool, just for Michael. Is that oh. they released the <laughs> deleted scene from Loki. Just, this um, is kind of
0: dumb for Michael,
1: here you go. Well, it's not like a trailer, so normally we don't talk about like deleted, deleted scenes scene. on this on this show, right. but, but here we are. Loki season 2 comes out October 5th, right around the corner, but the steelbook is about to come out. And we got a deleted scene from it, which had the long-awaited throg sequence. It has the unfinished... Yeah, some pre viz work, but I it did make me a little upset because I was like, I would have liked this in the show. I I feel like I they know. cut it because it was too much animation or something.
0: It it definitely was too expensive, but I loved it. I love seeing my man Throg up up in the screen. He was so cute doing his business. I loved it. I I was happy to see it. I wish we. I feel like we were robbed. I wish I hadn't seen it. Yeah, why would they even show us this? Like Hey, here's this cool thing that we didn't do. And are continuing yeah. to not do by not finishing it. It's like the stupid uh Hulk deleted scene that they added back to Infinity War or Endgame or whatever movie it was, where it looks like a PlayStation game. Like they no should have finished that. That looks if you don't what movie was it? Endgame? Or was yeah. Infinity War? Mm-hmm. It was Endgame. If you don't know what we're talking about. They re-released Endgame in theaters, or they kept Endgame, no, they re-released it to add to the box office, and they added, quote-unquote, a new scene to the end, and it, I guess it is a new scene, and it, was, it had unfinished visuals, and if you Google for it, boy, boy, is it great to see this PS2-looking Hulk walking around, not animating, mouth doesn't move when he talks. PS2 is really generous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's rough, but yeah, this would have made made it make more
1: sense why there was that like throg in the jar at the end. You know, what would have been like a nice little callback. Yeah, but I don't know. I do will like this hit one day.
0: I do like this new trend of um, or this new uh reality where streaming properties are getting released on physical media. That is, nice. yeah,
1: I'm buying the WandaVision steelbook. Nice. Um. I might buy this too. I'm not sure. But I hope they continue it because they only did Loki and WandaVision so far. The best ones. So yeah. uh well, I don't no. know. But um I mean
0: the I like WandaVision is the best one for sure. And but they I need think, to continue. You know, we haven't done a ranking show in a while. We should just <laughs> rank every MCU property.
1: It's getting that one it's getting longer and longer. It's it, doubled since the last time we did that. I know, it'd be impossible to do. We could do if it. Including just rapid fire. Yep. We would have to, of course.
0: Oh yeah, what are we, children?
1: We'd have to include what if. Oh my god. Um, Which brings me to my next story. Uh, We got some... (laughs) What a a segue. (laughs) Uh, I always ruin my segues by making them clearly a segue. I like doing that. Um, (laughs) Which brings me to... um, So, the what if season 2 episode titles have been (laughs) revealed, question mark, via can we get some toast from
0: Toonado? Did any of those words... I know they no, make sense Dylan, to outlet
1: separately, but together,
0: do they? Together, none of those words make sense to me.
1: Can we get some toast as the person? And the this... news outlet is to NATO. And they have <laughs> revealed. Can or, I get on. some toast
0: as the person's name? Is that, is Can that...
1: we get some toast?
0: That's on the driver's
1: license? That's the leaker. Yeah. That's our government name. Mm-hmm. Wow, Can that's we? A
0: SAG, Sag after our registered name?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, cool. That's why they're talking now, because now they're able to again. Um, Are they a scooper? So. First thing is apparently episode seven is going to be cut and moved to the next season, similar to how that happened with season one. I guess I didn't finish it. I don't know. But I'll just go through the episode titles. Uh, These are all season two. There's nine episodes. Um, First one is what if Nebula joined the Nova Corps? That'd be cool. Yeah. I'm interested in that. Um, Second is what if Peter Quill attacked Earth's mightiest heroes? Eh. Okay. Star-Lord versus Avengers? Sure. All right. With Next. these, it could always be the dumb one that's actually good. You know? You never know. You never know. Like,
0: exactly. You never know with what if.
1: Um. You know what? I need to Google this. I don't know who this character is. What if uh, Kahori reshaped the world? Who? Now, who is that? Hold what, on.
0: How do you spell Kahori? Oh, it's so- a
1: new character. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a yeah, young, a young Mohawk woman who discovered the test rack transform in a lake um okay so she's a native like indigenous, new, native indigenous character that's cool okay cool uh don't know what to expect from that but i like that it's a new character that's pretty cool um what that's if cool. hella found the ten rings all right now will kate blanchett this this lives and dies on kate blanchett returning absolutely not she will i think you don't think i don't know they have the but they have the budget i think they have the budget michael i think we can pay kate but i'm not sure
0: i mean we'll see why
1: make this episode if she said no you need it Step one is seeing if she's in. Step two is then we start working on it. You know, like that would be crazy. Ms. Blanchett, are you available? Get her to sign and then we animate. Yeah. Um, Episode five is what if Iron Man crashed into the Grandmaster? All right. Oh, I think this is the one that was cut from season one. Because remember we had like a... um, there was like a Hulkbuster in the final battle that looked like right. it was from the Grandmaster Planet. It's such a bad Marvel fan. I don't remember what it was called. What's that world called from Thor Ragnarok? Oh, the colorful one. You know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> I don't know. What if Happy Hogan saved Christmas? All right. Could be cute. I don't know. Um, what if Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper? This is gonna be a sequel to the Captain of Carter course. universe.
0: Well, that'll be. At this point, they could just make that
1: a show. Yeah. Um, I what say. if it... What if the Avengers assembled in 1602? I think that's kind of cool.
0: I kind of yes. like that. Well, I, I like the 1602 concept, so I'm, I'm here am Me too. That. Yeah. And then what if Strange
1: Supreme intervened? No idea what that means. Okay. Wait, can I vent about something that's not of about course. this article? Well, of it course. kind of is. The current What If Comics. Okay. They. I need them to bring back what if sentences because they're just like what if Colossus you know like that's oh. the whole title of the book what if Ghost Rider like what it really annoys what? me what? exactly what what if what it makes me so mad when they keep who? going you know what I'm talking about
0: yeah absolutely I'm absolutely I'm absolutely on board with you on that you sell Come it on, what on what the if?
1: premise on the cool question
0: right Wh- anyway. what if Wolverine j- joined the Avengers what <laughs> <laughs> what if what if Doctor Doom ran for president? What if Storm? What if what if Storm Dylan? What if Storm?
1: Yeah. What if Storm? I need the answer to that. Okay. Um I have a final one that's really uh short. Okay. Just like the runtime of this movie. It's wow. The Marvels. It has been con- confirmed to be 1 hour and 38 minutes, officially Marvel's shortest movie. I think we talked about it being rumored at some point, but now it's officially confirmed. Okay. I think this uh maybe explains why the budget is so low. Also, Interesting. Um, normally, this is kind of like half a Marvel movie. Yeah. Um, but I know, I think we're kind of on the same page here, but I'm team short movies. I need to bring back the out the 90-minute action movies. I'm totally okay with this. What about Brother, you? I love I love a
0: 90-minute movie. I, and I, now, I think, do I think that they did that for this movie because... Of filmmaking integrity and wanting to get back to a certain thing, not necessarily. I think there might have been, um, we don't trust. I mean, for problematic reasons that we should say. I think, um, yeah, there might have been some decisions made to make this the shorter one, which is unfortunate. It is hard to
1: celebrate when it's like the female-led movie, right, and directed movie being the shortest one. But I'm hoping at least they gave Nia Costa like. A heads up before they made the movie, like here's how long the script should be. <laughs> Not like make a three hour movie and we're gonna trim it to an hour we'll cut and it a half.
0: Down. Don't worry, make whatever yeah. you want. We'll cut it down.
1: I hope it wasn't that, but it very well could have been that. I still feel like there's zero hype for this movie except for me and you, I guess. But, I'm, yeah. I'm
0: very excited for this movie. Every time see, I'm, I'm ready for another trailer though. True. Um, yeah. I I feel like nobody cares about this movie, and I don't know why.
1: Miss Marvel, no Marvel was good. Captain
0: Marvel was good.
1: But it doesn't tie into anything. I feel like that's the problem. It's not a multiverse. It's not a, you know, setting up a new Avenger. It's not carrying on Infinity War like the last one. I think it's just all women. Well, there's that too. (laughs) Let's we state the obvious. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know. I'm very hyped for it. But um, me too.
0: I I got the trailer in front of uh, the movie that I saw, which is a weird pairing, but um that's not a that's not right i don't support that um in front of paw patrol (laughs) that's all my news this week all right well let's hear about that live sale i bet you
1: didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale dust off your old facebook account or borrow your grandma's login join us every wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m central bedrock city is the only verified blue check comic store on facebook meaning we're better than everyone else it also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles, variants, and more, every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com live to read all the details.
0: Hashtag #Ad. And we are back, and we're going to get to, before we get to my news, we're going to do our picks of the week. I'm going to go first, and I am picking a book from Dynamite. That's right, Dynamite. Uh, That's not like you. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm picking a book that I think isn't even really a book that I think a lot of people just don't know is coming out. And I think it will appeal to a certain amount of people, especially during spooky season, as Alice Cooper, number one. The, uh, The rock musician Alice Cooper has got a new comic out. That's cool. Uh, we've got some copies. The covers are really good, uh, for a a series. Like, okay, look, I would not expect, uh, respectfully, Alice Cooper number one to have some good covers. Like, I'm sending you one, like in the in the the chat. Like, but Dynamite
1: does have good cover artists sometimes. Yeah, so. like that one looks so cool. good
0: for Alice Cooper. Yeah. Give me a break. That look, like, that's awesome. And, yeah. and so, if you're a fan of uh, classic rock, dad rock stuff, uh, come check it out.
1: <laughs> um, my like pick me. is. My pick is a graphic novel. It's one of the DC ones. It's called Superman Harvests of Youth. This is a slice of life, low key farmcore, farmcore Clark, Clark Kent, Lana Lang kind of love story drama sure. thing. It's written by Cynna Grace, and he said he based it on the Taylor Swift Folklore cool. album. So it's like my oh my, my worlds are colliding, Michael. If you and if then you Travis like Superman, the book. Uh, <laughs> if you like. <laughs> He's very famous now. That's all I'll say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he is. I'm glad he's on the map. map. Yeah. He's
0: (laughs) (laughs) everyone. Dylan, Dylan, any Chiefs game is unwatchable now. Like they cut to Taylor Swift after like every play. She's up in the little press box and they just cut to her. Like she's the offensive coordinator or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what does Taylor think about this third and Um... short completion?
1: You said unwatchable but I heard watchable. Maybe I'll <laughs> check out the next one.
0: <laughs> you should. If they ever come here, do they ever play um I don't know if they're the going to be if playing the Texans. Uh if I mean, they do, I might I might go. I'm, I, I'm sure they don't. Um it would it would sell out. And I bet you all the Chiefs' games are just gone now. Like you can't get tickets to any any Chiefs game. Uh yeah. no, they, the Texans do not play the Chiefs this year. Sorry, Dylan.
1: Well, Maybe next year, if yeah, they're still... Next year. We'll see. Go watch But it play anyway...
0: The but go on. Anyway,
1: this graphic novel is very good. You should check it out. Um, yeah, it's at all locations. It, it does look good.
0: Yeah. Um. All right, getting on to my news. I don't have much this week. I have two trailers and two news stories. And both the news stories are uh, about the same property. And the first one's really stupid. All right. And I love it. Okay, so this is... <laughs> there. There's a, there's a new crossover in town, Dylan. Between Friday okay. the 13th and tombstone pizza tombstone well known sense. for being the the cheap pizza that you can get in the frozen section of walmart this is not your you know bougie nine ten dollar frozen pizza this is your 250 i'm hungry you know and i don't have a lot of money pizza okay okay <laughs> um so anyway we have our friday the 13th tombstone crossover and it is the <laughs> This is the stupidest thing. Okay, so um, yeah, anyway. So they're getting into the spirit and they are doing a a um a giveaway for free pizza, but you have to be named Jason. Um pra- participate How do they know? Your, uh you have to prove ID. Um participate at your own risk by entering online at tombstone.com slash pizza for Jason through October thirty first. Those named Jason can enter for a chance to win. Despite its frightful associations, Jason has has been consistently popular for decades with more than 900,000 individuals going by the name. Um, Although fear not, Dylan, if you're not named Jason, you can also be named Pamela or Crystal. Uh, Those are the only people that are allowed to enter. Um, And you can get free pizza. What a promotion. That's fun. I like it. But but like, it's so weird. But so anyway, if you're Jason, Pamela or Crystal. Go go get you some free pie. Like, eh. I mean, what else you got going on? Yeah, what else you got right. going on?
1: Why not? Why not?
0: Yeah. But anyway, I saw that and I was like, this is this is ridiculous. Um, do you know why Pamela Dillon? No, it's his mother's name.
1: How oh, about Crystal.
0: Okay. That should be the easier one. Yeah, that one I know. Camp Crystal Lake. All yeah. right. Um, so my second news story has also to do with Friday the Thirteenth. Um, Blumhouse's Ryan Turek and Jason Blum are at it again, talking about Friday the 13th. Um, they talked about it uh, a while back, about wanting to do Friday the 13th, but they were in another interview really putting over that they want to do this thing. Um, so they spoke to Inverse, talking about uh, their anticipation for the Exorcist Believer, um, which is yet another big um, IP that Blumhouse is uh, working on. And Ryan says, Jason Blum and I are definitely in agreement that Friday the 13th is the thing that we would love to get our hands on. I really want to go back to the basics. You don't need too many ingredients for a Friday the 13th film. You need a summer camp. You need campers. You need Jason Voorhees he's in a mask. Listen, I've gone on record saying Halloween is the ultimate slasher film for me. That's my favorite slasher film of all time. But Friday the 13th as a franchise is one that I just bow down to. I just love everything about it. And if we were able to live in both worlds like we do with Halloween – then to be able to live at Crystal Lake for a while will be so incredible, and I think this is has a very high likelihood of actually happening, be, assuming Exorcist does well, which I assume it will based on the, an article I didn't get, click on that says Exorcist is going to likely have the franchise's highest opening weekend. Um, yeah, which I mean it's not surprising the last several right. Exorcist yeah. movies were bad, but um, and box office, box offices in the '70s are not what they are now. Um, but if you recall, we've been talking about Friday the 13th and rights for a long time, and there's been lots of legal trouble that has very, very recently cleared up. And we've got Brian Fuller doing the TV series called Crystal Lake. There's Makes no reason to think of uh, me too. There's no reason to think though, that a new movie couldn't happen either. And I think Blumhouse would be the perfect place for Friday the 13th. What do you think about that, Dylan?
1: Well, is it like, I actually don't know about the rights struggle too much other than what you told me, but. Isn't A24 doing that Crystal Lake show?
0: Uh, yes, A24 is doing the Crystal Lake show with uh, Brian Fuller.
1: So I think they should do a movie as well.
0: I don't ma- man, I don't know. Maybe. After, you know, I would have before seeing Talk to Me, I I would have maybe said that that's not A24's bag. You know, like uh a teen slasher movie like that.
1: Yeah, but they're like bigger into horror, right? Yeah.
0: But I don't know. I Blumhouse, Blumhouse. A twenty
1: four is in the bidding war for
0: Halloween right now, right? Yes, they're they're one of the people that are trying to get Halloween. So they can have both, I guess. If they get that, I I would love A twenty four to get Halloween, and then also not do anything with Halloween for five years or so, just leave it alone. Um, but anyway, so we'll either way, I would posted. love a Blumhouse one as well. Me, yeah. me too. Uh, we'll we will keep you posted on all Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, news, of course, especially during Spooky Season, if anything else develops. Alright, we got two trailers. Um, one of these I saw before the movie that I saw. I don't know why I'm perpetuating <laughs> this bit, but anyway, um, uh, I got a trailer for Silent Night, a quote-unquote Christmas movie, um, directed by John Woo. That is right, action legend John Woo. Um, director of all those classic Chow fat movies, and... Mission Impossible two, and then mm-hmm. a bunch of other movies. He hasn't. Ha- so if you're if you're not if you're not familiar with John Woo, the movie to watch would be Hard Boiled. That is like from 1992, I think. That's two or three. That's a really really good uh, Chinese action movie directed by him with Chow Yun Fat, and it's just a stellar action movie. Very very good. It's m- one of the movies that is sort of like responsible for Bullet Time as we know it. Um, like the slow down, diving doves flying out, and you know, just really, really highly cinematic, um, slow motion, um, gunfights. Um, but he hasn't had a theatrically released movie, uh, in in English since two thousand three, which was Paycheck, which I never saw. But yeah, I didn't see it either. Yeah, that's that Ben. That's the Ben Affleck movie Uma Thurman. Actually, you know what? I did see that movie. It's fine. But anyway so we got a trailer for this movie called silent night um starring uh joel kinnaman um and a few other people that i don't really know and it has been rated r for strong strong bloody violence um do we have a yeah yeah you know what let's talk about the trailer first what, what did you think about it dylan um <laughs> yeah same here so i got this trailer before my movie and it was generic It was, it looked really generic, which, and I don't know how it's a Christmas movie. I don't, it doesn't look really Christmassy. Um, but you know, I am maybe willing to roll the dice on the theatrically released John Wu movie because he does shoot action really, really well. And in an exciting way. Um, so John Wu had an interview with Vulture and he said, um, very interesting movie. Um, the whole movie is without dialogue. Okay. Mm-hmm. It allowed me to use visuals to tell the story, to tell how the character feels. We were using music instead of language, and the movie is all about sight and sound. The budget was a little tight, and the schedule was a little tight, but it made <laughs> me change my working style. Usually for a big movie, a studio, a studio movie, we shoot lots of coverage, then leave it in the cutting room. I'll leave it to the cutting room. But in this movie, I tried to combine things without doing any coverage shots. I had to force myself to use a new kind of technique. Some scenes were about two or three pages, but we did it all in one shot. Um so that honestly that makes me a little more intrigued to see what this movie's like. It's a a dialogueless film with um music. I, I it's gonna be a mess, right? Like it's definitely gonna be a mess. It's some sort of either way, if the the plot of the movie that we can tell, it's a grieving father enacting his long awaited revenge plot against a ruthless gang on Christmas Eve. That's it. It um, sounds like a cute December at home watch absolutely it's december 1st which means very likely it'll be home for christmas yeah Um, for sure cool um but that's all we got on silent night all right um next is a weirder one to mention um we talked i talked about this property a couple of months back um vinegar syndrome is a company that i like a lot they do uh boutique horror or boutique genre blu-ray releasing so Um, They don't typically make films, but they, you know, will buy the rights to forgotten films, you know, and then give them the ultra deluxe treatment. Like you will get. I just got hard rock zombies on 4K. You know what I'm saying? Like, but with that ultra deluxe packaging features, like you get like the ultra premium features for these garbage films. And it's really just um, incredible. So you get Criterion things for Tammy and the T-Rex. Anyway, um, they have um been toying with releasing films they've released two movies already um one that they bought um that was the scary of 61st which was really good and then the one that i've talked about multiple times called new york ninja which they kind of made they found uh that they inherited this movie the quick the quick pitch for new york ninja i want everybody to watch this movie if you haven't seen it go get it it's on it's on paramount plus you can watch it Um, it, they found, they bought this old film company and they found this film that was labeled New York Ninja had no audio to it and it was unprocessed. It was just camera footage. They have no script. They have nothing. They cut it together, made a move. They got a budget together, made a, made it into a movie, hired voice actors. And it was a 1980s Ninja movie. It was a filmed in 1985 or whatever. And they, so you have in, in 2020s, a brand new 80s Ninja movie, which is awesome. Anyway, so they're now toying with actually making their own movie, not just buying the rights to a movie. So they are. uh, This is their first original um, horror production called Eight Eyes, and it is a retro horror nightmare, um, according to them, uh, that is shot entirely on 16 millimeter uh, Kodak film um, to there's this there's technical stuff about what type of film it is. But anyway, I don't know about all that. Um, that is attempting to give you like a seventies feel. And so quote, a mysterious local crashes, a couple's vacation through former Yugoslavia, pulling them deeper into a web of psychic rituals, a mysterious local crashes, a couple's vacation. Oh, it just repeats it twice. Okay, cool. Um, cool. Uh, yeah, so that's it. Um, (laughs) so the trailer came out yesterday and it is a trip. And they filmed the whole thing on entirely on location in Serbia and Macedonia, on the the sixteen millimeter sixteen millimeter film, and it feels retro, feels very retro, which is does. what you want. Like it looks like a seventies movie, but it was. I thought so- it was. Yeah. So what what did you think about about this movie, Dylan? About this trailer, anyway.
1: Um, it looked like a very Michael trailer. It does. Uh... Right.
0: I I don't think it looks all that great but i think it looks fun
1: i'm not like, saying that means it looks bad i just think it looks like very something i would niche watch and yeah um i would check this out though the of the ones like of the weird ones you know this one looks like something that looks like it so bonkers it, and i would really enjoy it you but know
0: it, and it looks like there's like a, a, a level of quality here that you know you don't get on all these shutter trailers yes um, absolutely so yeah, photographed entirely on location, um, it, it's drawing on European genre cinema and American horror films from the 70s to create a nightmarish tableau of twisted, uh, I'm sorry, tableau of nostalgia twisted into berserk new shapes. Set amongst the ruins of former Yugoslavia, uh, The Eight Eyes is developed with significant significant contributions from the film's local cast and crew um, to portray an authentic portrayal of the cultural environment in which it was set. Um, which hmm. is really neat so like they hired a bunch of local people to be the extras rather than shipping them in um so there's no release date yet um obviously I'm a big venerated fan so I will keep you updated go check out the trailer for this one it's really interesting yeah. and you don't see trailers like this very often it's like I don't even know what I'm watching like it's called cool yeah. in theater so yeah it's i mean that's wild i I feel I mean, like the
1: quality is more like of like the 70s retro quality is more like along the lines of X and not really
0: like a 2B original you know what I mean like yes absolutely it but like X was processed to look like that this was shot on 16 millimeter which is expensive I don't know I mean anyway that's I I'm I'm very I'm very interested to see this movie uh I I don't know if it's gonna be all that great but I'm interested it's like did you ever see the scary of 61st the other movie that they did no um it's fine it has really good elements and has good ideas but it's it's not great but again it's like an early project but i'm excited to see where they're going with this um and as they get as this company that i love gets further into actually creating films not just releasing them but anyway that's cool yeah that's all i've got so uh let's hear about all these tabletop events Time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of July. All exact dates and formats can be found on our Discord server. Kicking it off with Keyforge, we run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7pm till around 9 Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. We also love our role-playing games. Once a month at our Clear Lake store we host an in-store one-shot RPG for players of all skill levels. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee, however we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited, and signups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at Katie and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. And we are back. And we're going to talk about The Creator and Saw 10. Um, but first, we're going to do the movie that Dylan saw, The Creator. <gasps> fair warning. Who would have guessed? Uh, who, who would have guessed? Um, fair warning. Um, spoilers for these movies. We will spoil them um, if you do not want to hear how these movies go. Uh, click off now. That's really all I yeah. say on that. Now, originally, Dylan, you and I planned to both see the creator. That was the yeah. plan, and that mm-hmm. we were going to bail on Saw, because we we'd, we were going to see Saw, but then the creator was coming out like, eh, Saw looks bad. It's Saw Tan, who cares? And then the reviews then... for Saw came out. We're like, Wait, it's good? No, surely not. Well, then we decided let's let's split up and divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about the creator. Did I miss out on anything?
1: Uh, no. Wow. Um, so the spoiler, I guess, is I won't spoil like the very end of the movie. Like who lives and who dies, I guess. But I really didn't enjoy it. Um, The best thing I could say about this movie, uh, I'll start with like the hype level and stuff. I, I was yeah. kind of looking forward to it because I, I thought the I trailer looked cool. I think the visuals looked really cool and um, I was going to see it. I did see it on the new IMAX at um Edwards marquee which is finally up this is like oh. the first movie that's playing at wow. Well, Barbie was finally. but now it's this um so i was like very hyped to see the new IMAX screen um so that's mainly like i got my enjoyment from from this um <laughs> okay. we we did kind of like say that it looked like we have star wars at home uh well, because that's how I, it I have was my marketed own
0: problems with it yeah with with my i have my own problems with the visuals um but oh yeah 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 you're very much right
1: about that um but uh it it, it is we have star wars at home every trailer right. says from the director of rogue one you know it's kind of no like kidding. one of the directors of rogue one so it's kind of like that um but visually i guess i'll start with the good and then we can touch on what you don't like uh um because you, you, you if you've seen the trailer you've seen it kind of right. so like i feel like we could almost dual review this because you've also seen it in a way <laughs> um wow I would say visually, like just vibe wise and uh like quality wise of the you know, the actual CGI and the cinematography, I would it's like a ten out of ten. It looks really good, you know? Like of course. Some animators really, you know, rent was due and they they, they did the thing, you know. It looks it sure. looks great. That being said, I mean, you and lo- I have complained yes. be, visually based on the looks trailer great. how derivative it is of different it looks like an amalgam of Star Wars meets, you know. Well, I'm sending you these these pictures of
0: what it's co- like, totally yeah. ripping off. It's ripping off Simon Stalinhog. Like I said, the same thing. Yeah, like incredibly so. I sent you four pictures: one of the creator, and then one of then three Simon Stalenhog photos or artwork. And it, I saw the trailer. I'm like, are we, are we for real? Like, yeah, it's, all, it's the
1: mixture of like robotics in like naturalistic in, environments. If which you don't feel know like-
0: who. And and even the color palettes, like and yeah. if you don't know Simon Sellenhogg, um, you know Tales from the Loop, uh, the Amazon show, um, that's based on a book and a tabletop RPG. We um, saw that. Um, that was it. We did. It was fine. <laughs> no one else. <laughs> like all those Amazon shows that we like, like, who knows about them? No one saw them. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's it's the that guy that that art.
1: Yes. Which. I really enjoy, it's so stunning. I thought it looked good on the big screen. They copied it well. Yes, I'll say that. Maybe they Thanks. used AI. Oh, Ooh. so the plot of the movie is,
0: um, was it John David robot- has to go like, um, kill the last, kill this problem robot, and then it turns out the problem robot is resembling a kid, so he has a hard time, has a moral crisis. Yeah.
1: So it's like the it's America v quote, New Asia, which is who they're fighting. Um, New Asia? New Asia is where the AI robots are. America is the humans. Um, at some point, the New Asia blew up LA, like nuked LA. Um, the AI and now, did, right? Like, yeah.
0: The you see that trailer. That's an interesting plot element. I think that's a, that could be interesting. Like, we create an AI to keep us safe, and then it what is safe, and then it determines that it needs to blow up a city. To, you know, that's interesting. There could be there's yeah. a, that sounds like a very interesting sci-fi book that I might have read, you know?
1: Yeah. Um but then he's you know he he used to date um the the human lady a lot of humans are aligned with AI as well in New Asia. Of course they all are um who he was undercover um as her husband and she's like kind of like the creator of this child who's like supposed to be this massive weapon you know but, of course mm-hmm. he fell in love with her she gets killed um now she's manic Pixie dead wife um uh, this is Gemma Chan um and now they bring him back in because he knows the area like you know her her whatever and he's got to infiltrate to get this kid like Michael said um this weapon which turns out to be a kid um and it's like the that all sounds fine you know I feel like on no. paper yeah that's fine
0: I mean, that's the the trailer, trailer,
1: the trailer doesn't hit you over the head with the metaphors that the movie, the movie thinks it's like incredibly intelligent. It's ah. um, it's basically like what if the Vietnam War had like the like Iraq drone program? Like it's 9-11, which is them blowing up New York, and then we make all these drones that blow blow up places in New Asia. That's the that's the exact okay, so, plot of the movie. So
0: it's it's not subtle at all.
1: Absolutely not at all. Um, okay. The Americans are like comically evil, and the AI have never done anything wrong in their lives. They didn't even blow up L.A. Turns out, really <laughs> on purpose. They've never done anything wrong. They're angels, um, okay. and U.S. is just like trying to kill this kid. And the kid is a weapon, but what it can do is it can defeat their drones. Like that's the. It's oh. not trying to like kill anyone. It can just take out their drones. So it's like, just
0: a better weapon than they have.
1: Yeah. But it doesn't even like kill people. It can just kill the it can kill electronics, those drones, you know, so it's not like truly any kind of it's not that big of a real weapon. Yeah. Um, So it's very pro AI, which is like kind of a weird time for that, you know, but I don't I don't necessarily blame them because that's kind of come up more recently in like right conversation. I feel like Um, that's,
0: that's not this movie's fault,
1: but it's just two hours of like the sloppiest metaphors you've ever seen in your life you know that's so frustrating
0: um, when you get something that is like that heavy handed like because i love a metaphor like i'm 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 about like i love messages in my movies you know i love that uh i think that's interesting that's one of the great things about art right is that we can express our ideas and our thoughts through them but like goodness can we it's just
1: it can has so it? many metaphors too it's the it's the quantity it's about sure. um you know U.S. Intervent- interventionalism, uh, it's about, it has like biblical, it's called a creator, biblical Yeah. Uh, metaphors. It's got humans versus AI. It's just so much. And every time something happens, they're like, ooh, that was good. Like, you can just feel it, you, you know? Can, you can feel the, um, the
0: them like rubbing their hands together going, yeah, we got them. We really showed them this message.
1: Yeah, but like, I feel like when you're asking a question, you need to pre- be prepared to like, Dissect it a little bit, Um, and there's just in real life anyway. There's gray areas and nuance to America, American interventionalism, you know, stuff like that. It's like these are complicated issues, and they boil it down to something so like stupid, you know? Right, that's Um, that's disappointing. Yeah, and the characters are like extremely flat. It's pretty badly acted throughout. I thought Um, that's too bad. I'm not the biggest John David Washington fan. I've only seen malcolm and marie and tenet and this so not the Black best husband. yeah yeah he was gonna he, he was so. good in that so maybe he's good in good movies like most actors <laughs> i just think he happens to be in some ones i don't like you know what i mean right um yikes there's no good action i feel like that the trailer gonna promise some action but it's just like yeah explosions a, so like many explosions huh. yeah it, um, how long was
0: it it's giving long
1: it was like Two thirty, yeah. something like that. It was kind of long. Yeah, uh, no I f- thank you. I almost fell asleep. I was, I was, do- I was On starting to doze because I went at ten ten. Michael, <laughs> I was like, it's now or never. So I went like late at night. Um, wow. But I wish I had like something nicer to say. Anything was just to say about it? Not about the story. It was just extremely predictable. Like I said, you've seen it. You know what happens.
0: So, but visually um, is your best. Is your praise.
1: Yeah, you could watch it on mute. It could be, there's a lot Yikes. of freeze frames that could be good wallpapers. Uh, okay.
0: So let me ask you, you know, if, if, go ahead.
1: There's an interview, I want to bring this into like the lexicon on the podcast lexicon. There's an mm-hmm. interview with like, um, I don't remember, like Aretha Franklin, I think. I can't remember exactly, but they're asking about all these pop stars and what she thinks of them. Uh-huh. And she's like, amazing voice, like incredible performer, like, you know, like, Giving them all specific comments. Yes. And I'm like, what about Taylor Swift? Is she's like, beautiful gowns. Um, she didn't wear gowns, but I want to bring beautiful gowns into the lexicon, which beautiful is like gowns. perfectly it describes this movie, like beautiful, beautiful gowns. gowns. <laughs> that's that's I'm, I'm about it. what I say about it. Yeah.
0: Beautiful gowns. Uh, Any questions for me though about this uh no you thrilling know movie? You know, you you answered everything I needed. Um do, would you okay? The recommendation, would you recommend someone watch this movie? Or, go buy a Simon Hogg book?
1: So different. I mean... If
0: I had to do one or the other. You get the book, you get know, book. obviously, but... Would you, would, you, would you try to dissuade people from seeing this movie in theaters? If... If they're saying, hey, I'm thinking about going to go see the creator, would you say, no, don't?
1: That's an interesting question because I feel like it benefited a lot from the IMAX and the big screen oh, and the course. sound. But... I would just, I would say go see it if you can like enjoy a movie based on that because, but I would prepare them for a really like thin, dumb plot, you know. There's also like humor sprinkled throughout that really didn't work. It was it was like cringe.
0: Is it trying to be funny in this?
1: It had like some Marvel humor moments that were just like extremely cringe. Um, that's too bad. I don't know. I admire the anti-American or like. I respect it because we see a lot of like it's America propaganda, choice. America propaganda movies. You know, right? So I like I, I respect that. At least it's like a risk. But like, I don't know. It needed more nuance. I don't think of. I'm also like the wrong audience for this because I don't think I'll ever think of computers as people. <laughs> you know, so I right. can't. They have faces, which we're supposed to Unless like sympathize like with a
0: face or whatever, right? Like or they have a face, but nothing, no like back of the head or whatever.
1: The amount of manipulation, Michael, like it starts very early in the on with them interrogating some of these robots, and they are interrogating this little girl, and then they pick up her dog and are like holding a gun to the dog's head. And oh my like, God. Tell us where the weapon is, you know, and the dog's like crying and yelping, and they don't kill the dog, but it's just like that. I yeah, think that illustrates, guardian. yeah, that illustrates the level of nuance for uh, who the bad guys are and who the sure. good guys are. Well, yeah, you know? if
0: you're if you're threatening a dog then yeah you're obviously the villain um all right so give me a give me a rating dylan so if you're unfamiliar uh, with the way we rate we rate on the letterbox scale which is a 0.5 to 5 stars so uh wh- what do you got for it dylan i'm gonna base
1: it on visuals and vibe alone and for that it earned a 2.5 for me i was struggling between 2 and 2.5 sure it's a 2.25 but we're not doing that so
0: it's right. a it's a 2.5 for me okay fair enough all right We're going to talk about Saw 10. So, um, I have questions. Go ahead. Do you? Okay, so let me tell you. (laughs) So firstly, um, I have seen Saw 1, 2, 3, 4, and Spiral. I was over, I was done with 3, but I saw 4 anyway, just to, maybe it got better. It didn't. Um, I like Saw 1 a lot. Um, I remember liking Saw 2. Um, I hated saw three when I saw it in theaters, I hated oh, it. Okay. And also did not, I just didn't care for Saw four. I actively disliked saw three. Um, okay. I okay. think they sort of lost the, lost the plot. Um, anyway, so, but my hype level for this movie obviously was a bit of a roller coaster because we eventually, we initially elected to not watch this movie, mm-hmm. um, because it saw 10 and if you if you're unfamiliar um it is bringing back John Kramer Jigsaw uh cuz he dies um what in the third movie into the second i don't remember um i've seen these movies but i've seen them you know on dvd so that tells you um it's been a while um anyway so john kramer dies in the saw i think it's in saw 3 and he's replaced by his apprentice uh amanda and he has beef with her um about uh, her traps being unwinnable. And because uh, Jig- the whole thing with Jigsaw is that he wants people to have a... It's, it's real weird morality. Like, he wants people... He, he picks people that have done wrong things, bad things, whatever, and he wants to give them a chance at quote-unquote redemption, but they have to go through this horribly, gory, horrific trap to do so. Like, you have to pluck out your eyeball and then you'll truly <laughs> see, or, you know, whatever. That type yeah. of thing. But you won't die, right? And... And to Jigsaw's credit, all these, all these traps are in theory winnable. And that's the, the the franchise eventually becomes how can we torture these people for whatever? And you know, there was a time when I really valued how gory can the movie be, but I don't that's not me anymore. Um, but anyway, so I was looking forward to this movie. When we saw the Rotten Tomatoes come out, Dylan Dylan messaged me. He's like, Michael, is this possible? Is it this is this First of all, this is the only fresh Fresh Saw movie, movie. and it's pretty fresh. Like I don't know what it is now, but it was 84. Okay, it's eighty three. Yeah, that's that's strong for Saw ten. Like, yeah, that's wild to me. Absolutely, six
1: point six out of ten, which is
0: which is barely fresh, but but still, that's that is that that's that's incredible to me. Anyway, so. Um, That all being said, so this is set between Saw 1 and 2. This is before we are introduced to his sidekick in Saw 2, uh, Amanda. Well, you meet her in Saw 1, whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, This is before we know that they're teaming up together. This is like her training mission or whatever. The plot of the movie is um, John Kramer is going to Mexico for a medical treatment because he has a brain tumor and a brain cancer. And he has this crazy, miraculous treatment that he's going to go get healed from. Uh, finds out it's a con and decides to do his jigsaw stuff and kill them. And now he has already been jigsawing in New York City. <laughs> um, but this is he's now doing he's doing it in Mexico City now or not Mexico City, wherever they are in Mexico. Um, and it, it, that's the that's the plot of the movie. It is him putting all these people who. Who. You know, the, the evil doctor, the evil doctors, people that she hired to pretend they were evil nurses, uh, whatever. Hi, all of them are in this room together. It's like five people that are in the room together, chained up to different apparatuses. And then they have to go through their traps one at a time um, throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Dylan? It was pretty all right. Yeah. I I liked it. I Like, it, it was pretty gross. It was what you want, cool. I guess. I mean Yeah, it it was it was pretty pretty gnarly in, at at times. Um but it was cool it was cool to have John Kramer back cuz Tobin Bell he gets it. He gets that role. He knows he knows what he's doing and I I thought he was great. Um the music was good. I forgot how much fun those first two saw movies were in theaters. Because I saw them, I saw them in I saw the first one in theaters, and I remember loving it, loving the first Saw movie, the reveal, like the big the big twist at the end. Because there's all like the Saw got away from the big twist at the end, um, eventually, and this one did have a big twist at the end, but not like an M Night Shyamalan silly twist. This one was pretty good. Um, okay, because like you get you get you get a, like a cheer moment because you're rooting for Jigsaw in this movie. Because he's not really a villain. Yeah, he, he's doing all this bad stuff, but like you like him. He's like, um, okay. He's, you know what I mean? Like he's like the, the, the he went over here, he paid these people $250,000 to fix his brain tumor or whatever. And then he finds out that they were just like bamboozling him. And yeah, so he goes to get his revenge. So you're like, yeah, man, get him. Yeah. Um, and man, it's so good. L- literally, I, I cheered in the theater. I never do that. I cheered at the reveal of the twist. I was like, oh, yes.
1: <laughs> okay. I can't wait to see that. Interesting. I
0: was like, the- I mean, I knew it was coming. I you, they, I mean, it's Saw. I mean, it's not like a secret that the twist is coming. They're building up to it. And you're like, oh, man. Oh, man, they're going to do it. And then the, the music cue hits and the twist happens. You're like, oh, my God, this is this is it. This is so great. And look, I don't want to put this over like it's Halloween 2018 or something. It's not. It's Saw 10. Um, but compared to Spiral, which was a movie that gassed us up so hard, Dylan and yeah. I got Dylan and I got sold on Spiral. I was looking the, forward to it, and we were lied to. That movie is abysmal. Um, but anyway, you said you had some questions, Dylan.
1: Well, more just like, yeah, what was um? I'm wondering if the big, because I feel like the one trap that they've advertised so much is like the one with the eye tubes. Was the that first one thing like you see it's the first is, is thing. like a big payoff or no was um, it, was
0: it... <laughs> it's pretty gross yeah okay. it's the first trap you see um it's you get it in like five the first five minutes and it's not even part of the main plot it's like something else which is really cool well, I want to know what your favorite trap is oh man um <laughs> my favorite trap is the silliest one um the there's a lady who's like strapped to a thing they all are um she's sitting upright <laughs> And okay, uh, she has to cut her leg off with this uh, skip ahead. If you don't want like, I, I will, I'll keep it as light as I can. Um, but like she has the specific type of medical saw. That's like a, it's a, 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 like a, a rope, not a rope, but like it's a, a string connected by two handles that you would like see saw back and forth. Okay, <laughs> And like, she, she has this on her leg or she has this next to herself she has to do it to her leg before time runs out or the machine, the Rube Goldberg machine is going to come and do the same thing to her head. So she has to like, it's so gross. It is so gross. But the visual of her just like with the, the, the it's very <laughs> silly uh, of her going back and forth with the little hand things. is great. I loved it. Um, There's a really I don't do that one. well with that stuff. I don't know. Oh, dude, Dylan, if you do not do well with gross out, this movie is very gross. There's some very there's I'll tell you off air, I will describe it a little bit more and I'll tell you like there's some really gross stuff. Um
1: Well, if it if you're calling it gross, it must be pretty successful, some of the I, traps, you know.
0: That trap that I'm specifically talking about is disgusting.
1: I was traumatized by Saw Four in like high school. I think there was one where her like ponytail got snatched off. There was one where they had like yes. blades in front of their face and they had like pushed the machine with like that that was too much for me. I don't know.
0: Saw 3 had the my my like the most gross trap for me, which was like the pig one. They had like the dead like hogs or whatever. Like this is when like Jigsaw was getting mad at Amanda for having unwinnable traps. Um okay. like there's this guy who's like at the bottom of like a thing and he has to hit this button or he won't die. Um but in order to get through the button like they keep like feeding all these like massive dead hogs into like a wood chipper and he's like drowning and it's disgusting and i'm like this is (laughs) what am i what am i watching this is on this is a sit i'm in a movie theater watching this this is gross um that's when i had a self-realization of like what am i doing here anyway um (laughs) that all aside um this movie is not for the squeamish. Obviously it's saw ten. No one's going to go in knowing thinking that it's going to be a walk in the park. Um I had an absolute blast. You do not have to see any of the saw movies to have a good time. Okay. Um I think seeing the first two would be been ben- two or three would be beneficial. You can skip three. See the first two would be beneficial, but you don't need to. Um Okay. I like
1: it. My last question.
0: Yes. Is
1: will this do you think this will lead to like a sequel also in between these two movies or like well, you think they're done, they're gonna skip to the future, or like what's gonna so
0: happen? So they definitely, I'm um, well, it's hard to say, like, but if I didn't know where the series is going, right? Yeah, it's a sequel, it's a there's a setup, there's okay. a, and there is a mid credit scene,
1: and it's more than just setting up the next movie that already exists, right? Right, or it's a it... setup
0: of like. Well, I mean, it's not a spoiler. Jigsaw and Amanda are the one doing this stuff, and they get away yeah. and they leave. They, they, they. There's a there's a part where you think that they're gonna die, but you obviously know that they're not gonna die because you've seen Saw Two, and they're yeah. in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But you know they get out of it. But anyway, so the, there's there's a there's a setup where it's like them plus this third person are walking away in the, to the sunset. You know what I mean? Which is presumably to go murder a million people or whatever they're gonna do. Um. Okay, but I would recommend it. I'm I'm gonna give it. I'm giving it a three and a half. That's three pretty point, solid for 3. a 3. Solid movie. That that is about I, because in my mind I was like I didn't I wasn't bored, I had no downtime. It's an, was it it's, a short? It's, it's no it's two hours hour fifty eight. It drags okay. a little bit, but like, because after that first trap, it takes a while to get to it, but it's all right. Just watch it on one point two five. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean honestly. Um, I I don't think I could conceivably Give a Saw movie a 4 But like it felt like a 4 when I walked out of the theater But I was looking at my other 4s like there's no way I can't give Saw a 4 <laughs> But I can't give Saw 10 yeah. a 4 No way But anyway I would recommend it If you can see it in theaters do it Especially during Halloween It's going to be a good time But anyway that's all we got Thank you all so much for downloading us We really appreciate all the support Bye everyone this is Dylan And I'm Michael I'll see you next time Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. or BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.